Today's daf is Bavakama daf Yud Aleph. We are 25 lines from the top of daf Yud Amidbeis, the two dots, Chavti Betashlume Niskoi. Today's daf is being learned as a schos for Achenu Bnei Yisrael, Hanesunim Batsaru Bashivya. Today's daf is also being learned as a schos for Shalema for Rafal Moshe Elimelech Ben Basha. So yesterday we began the second Mishnah in Mesachis Bavakama, which picks up very much, where the first Mishnah left off, and that is discussing the Arba Ovois Nazikin. And the Mishnah opened with a rather cryptic statement. Kol shechavti b'shmirasoi, hechsharti es niskoi, hechsharti b'miktsas niskoi, chavti b'tashlumei niskoi, kehechsher kol niskoi. Sounds like a riddle. What does it even mean? Kol shechavti b'shmirasoi, to the extent that I'm obligated to watch something and I don't watch it, my not watching that item makes me responsible for any damages that will be incurred as a result of the fact that I didn't watch my item. The second part of this statement, is saying that in the event that I did something that in part created a mazik, if that will now create hezek, I will be responsible, not pro rata, for what it is that I created, but I'll be responsible for all the damages that are incurred as a result of what it is that I did. So we know what the Mishnah means, but why would the Mishnah have to say this? Isn't it all obvious? So the Gemara brought a b'raisa that said ketzad, that explained what the chiddush of the first part of the Mishnah is. And then the Gemara brought a b'raisa that said ketzad, which explained what the chiddush of the second part of the Mishnah is. As it relates to the first part of the Mishnah, the Mishnah is coming to tell me a chiddush, that if someone has a shar or a bar, he gives it over to a cherashay to the katan, and the shar or the bar damages, the Allah is that the Baal Ashar, the Baal Abar is going to be chayv. That's in contrast to Eish, where if somebody would give Eish over to a Cherashayit Vakatan and the Eish would damage, the Alachis would be potter. Machlekes Rabbi Yechem Reish Lakish as to the specifics of the case, but that's the Chiddush of the first part of the Mishnah. As it relates to the second part, Hechsharti b'miktas niskoi, chafti b'tashlumei niskoi, kehechshir kol niskoi. The Gemara said, it's discussing a bar that was nine fachim deep, somebody went and he dug a tenth tefach. And what the Mishnah is saying is that the person that digs the tenth tefach will be responsible for all the damages that are incurred in this bar. In fact, this halacha is b'machloik shnuya, it's a machloik rebbe in the chachamim. And the Gemara said that the Mishnah is going the loike rebbe. Either way, every part of this first part of the Mishnah is coming to teach me some sort of Chiddush. The Gemara now is going to be medayik, words of the Mishnah, and that is, the Mishnah said, Hichsharti b'miktas niskoi, chavti b'tashlumei niskoi. And the diuk of the Gemara is going to be, why does the Mishnah say, chavti b'tashlumei niskoi? Shouldn't it simply have said, chavti b'niskoi? Why betashlumei niskoi? That word tashlumei seems to be a little bit extra. And the context, of course, to a question like this is we know the Mishnah was written Balash and Ketzara. So anytime you find an extra word or even an extra syllable in a Mishnah, it's always a ha'ara. You always have to know why was that word necessary. And being that 
the Mishnah could have said Chafti Beniskoi, and instead it said Chafti Betashlume Niskoi. Must be that word Tashlume is coming to teach me something. That is the question that today's daf is going to begin with, and as we'll see, Shain Einmo. We're going to learn a major halacha from that word, Tashlume Niska. It is worth mentioning that there are some Rishonim that say that this first Gemara that we're about to learn is not a commentary on the Mishnah and Daftesam Ibez, although from the location, location, location of this Gemara, on the second Mishnah, it certainly sounds like it is. And even from the Hemshech, we explain the Chiddush of the first part of the riddle, the second part of the riddle, Sounds like we're drilling a little bit deeper. But there are Rishonim that say that it's actually referring back to the first Mishnah in the Masachta. And when the Mishnah began, So forwarding to the end, what does the Mishnah say? Again, it doesn't say but So it's the same word Tashlume. Are we being medayik the word Tashlume in the second Mishnah, or maybe it's even a diak on the first Mishnah? If you mind in the Rishonim, it seemed to be. Machloikis, uh, regardless, says the Gemara, Chafti b'tashlume niskoi, Chafti b'niskoi loikatani. The Mishnah doesn't say Chafti b'niskoi. Rather, what does it say? Elo b'tashlume niskoi. What is that word Tashlume coming to teach me? So the Gemara says, Tanin l'hadotan rabbanon. This is coming to teach me something that was mentioned before Shenabraisa. Tashlume nezek. Malamid, we learn from there. Shehabailin metaplin b'nevelo. So, someone has a shar. His shar kills his friend's shah. The halacha is, he's chayev. Sounds like Karen. Chatsi nezek, when it's a tam, nezek sholim, when it's a muad. Here's the question. The nevela, right now, who has the responsibility to deal with selling it and cleaning it up? Meaning, the nevela has value. It is worth something. So who has the onus of selling the nevela and getting the money and now applying it towards the hezek. Is it the mazik being the one that he's the one that created this mess? So therefore he now has to clean it up or maybe it's the nizik. So the Gemara says, it's a b'raisa. From the words tashlume nezek we learn, melamed shehabailim metaplin b'nevela. That it's the bailim, it's the owner of the sure that was damaged, it's the nizik that has to be metapo bin avela. Where do you see that in the words tashlume nezek? So the b'raisa is being medayik, the word tashlume miloshen hashlomo. So that the responsibility of the mazik is to make up the difference between the value of the nevela and what the animal was worth when it was alive. So if Ruven Shar killed Shimon's shard that was worth $100, now it's dead. All it's worth is, say, $50. That's what the Nevela's worth. So the obligation of Ruven is going to be not to write a $100 check, but Miloshin Hashlomo, Tashlumen Ezek. You just have to be Mashlom. So Shimon is the one that keeps the Nevela. Shimon's the one that has to deal with doesn't want the Nevela, selling it and getting the $50, and Ruben's responsibility is going to be merely to make up the difference, and that is what the word Tashlume is coming to teach me. It's an extra word if all it's coming to tell me is that you have to pay, but there's a Tarti b'mashma in the word Tashlume, and that is Miloshin Hashlama. It's coming to say that all you need to do is make up the difference. That is 
Therefore, the diktuk in the Lashon of the Mishnah, Now, if this is the case, and this is what the time of the Mishnah is telling me, and it's Tanin Lahadatan Rabbanon, and it's before Shana Bryce, it has to have a source somewhere in the Torah. Maybe the Mazik should take the Nevelo. He should figure out how to sell it and how to deal with it. You just killed an animal that was worth $100, write a $100 check. Maybe it's the Mazik should have so the Gemara now is going to bring Muskairis to this. Says the Gemara, how do I know this? I'm Rav Ami, Rav Ami said, I'm going to learn that from the following Pasuk. It says, Umake nefesh behema yishalmeno. Altikri yishalmeno elo yashlimeno. So this Pasuk is talking about an Adam that's mazik behema. So it's Adam amazik, but not a chayvah b'chaveri. Not an Adam that's mazik a person, but rather an Adam that's mazik a behema. And the Pasuk says, what do you have to do? Yishal meno. But Chazal said, I'll take you meno, ele yashli meno. Meaning, the same exact diuk. Miloshin hashlama. Just make up the difference. But the point is that as it relates to the nevela, who keeps the nevela? It's the nizik that keeps the nevela. Rav Kahana said, I have a different makar to this. It says in the Pasuk, im taroif ye taroif, now, this Pasik, if you look it up inside, is talking about a Sachar. Sachar is one of the Dalit Shaiman. A Sachar is Chayev in Pshia. He's Chayev in Gneva Vaveda. However, he's Pata from Einsen. So if somebody's a Shaiman Sachar and then an Einsen happens, so that thing that this person was entrusted in watching all of a sudden is not here anymore. So the halach is, the Shoyim Sacher is going to be potter. So this Pasuk describes the Shoyim Sacher that's potter in Oinsen. And it says, In the event that a wolf, for example, would come and he would tear this animal apart, he would cause it to become a trefa. You, the Shoyim Sacher, bring aid. That's Pshutay Shalmikra. Bring proof that that's actually what happened. And if you can prove that that's what happened, you're not going to have to pay. Because the Shem Sacher is Pater from Einzim. Stating that, Rav Kahana darshan this Pasik completely differently. He said that this Pasik of him, Torev Yitorev Yivieyu, in the world of Drush, is talking about where the Shem Sacher was a Poisheya. And because he was Poisheya, therefore, he's going to be Chayef. If it was an Oynes, he would be Pater. But if he's Poisheya, he's going to be Chayef. Now, what's he going to be Chayef for? He has to replace the animal, right? Stating that, this is what the Pasuk says, Im Torev Yitorev, in the event that he was a Poisheya, and that's what caused his animal that he was watching to get completely torn apart, then the Halacha is, Yivieyu Ad HaTrefa, Loy Yishalem, meaning ad trefa Yishalem, you're going to have to pay up until the value of the trefa. However, trefa adds for Loy But the value of the trefa, that itself, you're not going to have to pay. So the way you read it is, im tarif yitarif yivieyu ad trefa. If there was a pshia, then you have to pay. What do you have to pay up until the value of the trefa? So if the animal is worth $100 and now the trefa is worth $50, so you have to pay the difference. You have to pay up until the $50. However, ha-trefa Loy Yishalem, the value of the trefa itself, that you don't have to pay. Rashi says that the way Rav Kahana is darshaning the Pasuk, so first of all, he's saying that the Pasuk is not talking about where it was an oinus, where you're lo yishalim, but to the contrary, the Pasuk is talking about where you're a Pesheya, where you do have to pay. Additionally, what he's saying is that the word hatrefa is referring to aid, he's learning the word aid as ad, and it's also going towards the word lo yishalim. 
So hatrefa is going lefonav and it's going laachra. So in tarif yitarif, if he was a pesheya, yivieyu not eight, but yivieyu adatrefa. You have to bring what the money adatrefa make the person hold up until the value of the trefa. And then he's using the word trefa again. Hatrefa lo yishalim, but the value of the trefa itself that you're not going to have to pay. Chizkiyah mihach. Chizkiyah had a third makar. The pasuk says the hamesi alive. So what's the entire pasuk? We're talking about a shor muad. When the Pasuk says that if someone Sharhamuid kills somebody else's Shar, who's the one that keeps the mace the Nizik? It's the Nizik that keeps the mace. Chizkia said it, and Chizkia's Yeshiva, they said the same thing. You say means Maybe the Mazik is the one that is going to keep the Nevela and he has to pay the full dollar amount to the Nizik. Amrit loikach haya. No, can't be. Why not? Because quote loikach haya. What do those words even mean? My loikach haya. Amr abaya. So abaya sent Esau to take the Nevela of the Mazik. If you're going to tell me that the Nevela belongs to the Mazik, then lichtav rachmana shartach ashar. Then all the Torah had to say was shartach ashar, which it says. The lishta can then just be quiet. Why did the Torah have to mention the words meaning the svara would be that the mazik just should have to replace whatever it is he damaged. So if that's the halacha, then don't say the words vamesi aloi. That would be included in shar tachas hashar. From the fact that the pasuk said vamesi aloi, shmamina must be lenizik. It's coming to teach me that really it belongs to lenizik. In other words, we're discussing a shaila in the event that somebody causes damage. Whichever one of the other Zizikin it was. And someone's mumming just damaged somebody else's mumming. Okay? Killed his animal. The animal was worth a certain amount of money when it was alive. Now it's worth a lot less because it's not alive anymore. The question is, the mazik who has to pay, Nezik Shalik, does he have to pay the full amount of what he damaged now, if he's paying the full amount of what he damaged, he would get to keep the nevela. There's no reason for him to have to pay more than the full amount. But the point is, the mazik keeps the nevela, and he, he just now has to pay the full amount. Or maybe the mazik does not have to pay the full amount because the nevela stays by the nizik, and the mazik just makes up the difference. Now, you'll tell me it's a matter of semantics, right? But for now, the nafkamina would be the way the Gemara presented in the beginning, nobody really wants the Nevela. It stinks, it smells, no one's interested in it. So who has to be busy with the Nevela? If the Nizik keeps the Nevela and the Mazik just has to pay the difference, so Bailam is Matapam the Nevela. If the Mazik has to repay the entire thing because at the end of the day he caused the damage, so then the Mazik would have to be Matapam the Nevela. So the Gemara said that from the Loshan of the Mishnah, Tashlume Niska, it's a Loshan of Ashlam, it sounds like that the Mazik's responsibility is only to make up the difference. And if that's the case, the Bailam is the one that's metabal benevela. What's the Makar? The Gemara brought three Makaris. Three Amairam gave three different Makaris. The first Makar was from Adam, that's Mazik Behema. Makin Nefesh Behema Yishalmeno, Altikri Yishalmeno, Eli Yashli Meno. The second Makar was from Meshay Mesacha, that's Chayiv and Pshia. Im Torif Yitorif Yivieyu, Ad HaTrefa. You have to pay up until the value of the Trefa. Oh, but the Trefa itself, that you don't have to pay. And the third Makar was from Asher HaMuid, where the Torah says that you have to pay Shor Tachas Ashar, which, unless it's referring to the Nizik, would be superfluous. Thus, you see from here that the Nizik is the one that keeps the maze. So we have not one Makar, not two Makaris, but three Makaris to this halacha of Ha-bailam etaplam meaning the mace, the nevela, 
belongs to the Nizek. What's the Kasha? The Kasha is that why would the Torah have to tell me the same thing not once, not twice, but three times? And again, what's the word that the Torah uses or that Chazal uses whenever it wants to ask a question like that? Utsricha. Says the Gemara, Vitsricha. I needed three Makairis to teach me this halacha. Because the Torah only mentioned the first Makar. That in Adam Hamazik, the halacha is that Baila Metapam Ben Avela. I would have thought Mishim for a person to be mazik behema is loishchiyach, right? So if you get into a fight with an animal, chances are the animal is going to be the kol da olam gava, right? So makin nefesh behema yishalmena is a milsa da Being that it's a milsa da so it could be over there. We said for such a hezek, we're not going to require the mazik to be busy with the nevela. There it's bailam etaplam benevela. Abu trefa the shchicha, but for a shaymi sacher to be pesheya and then his animal to get trampled by some other animal, that's already a if the hezek is more shchiach, maybe over there the mazik is the one that has to be busy with it. Therefore, even though I have maka the hem yishalmen, I still need the makar of the shemesachim. Yes, yeah, been a treif, and I only had treif. I would have thought mishum the mail. Maybe the reason over there we go easy on the mazik because the mazik didn't do anything. The whole hezek happened in the mail. But as it relates to Maka Behema, where although it's something that's loy shchiach, but at the end of the day, you punch the animal in the nose. So being that it happened be a dime, Emeloi may be over there, will be more stringent on the mazik. So therefore, I needed those two makars. Yes, I mean, Hani Tarte, and they had those two. I would have thought, Hamishum de loy shchicha, the Hamishum de Mileva. Maka Behema, Yeshamena, because it's loy shchiach, and Shemesacha by Pshia, because it happens be Mileva. Avova may see a lot. But as it relates to a person who has a shar, a muet, that kills another shar. Number one, the shchicha. Why is it shchiach? Because once he's a shara mood, it's ready orche. So at this point, it's shchiach. Ubi adayim. And it didn't happen in the mela because the shar was mazik biadayim. So aim a lie. I would have thought that in. Though in that case, Talach is for sure the mazik should be responsible. So therefore, I have to know if I may see a lawyer that even there, Shabbai Lamatahum bin Avail. And if yes, mean if I may see a lawyer, okay, so let it just say if I may see a lawyer, it sounds like this is the biggest chiddish. So once I know over there, even in that case, where it has Alamailas, it's Shrikh and it's Biadayim, still it's the Nizik that keeps the Nevail. So let it just say that. I would have thought Mishum de Mamoinukamazik. I would have thought that maybe over there, because it's only my moment that was mazik. It's only my show that was mazik. Aval Hacha, but as it relates to Mazik. Or as it relates to the Shem Mesachar, the Begufa Mazik, where over there, you're Guf, you yourself are the Mazik. That's not your mom and being Mazik. You're the one that's causing all the problems over here. So, Emeloi, I would have thought over there. It's different. Sricha, the bottom line is, we came up with every possible Svar we can come up with, and the Torah told it to me three times. It's to understand that Talacha always is. Every single time there's a situation of Hezek, and now you have these broken shards, or you have an avail, or whatever it is. The halach is, it's the nizik's headache to figure out what to deal with it. The mazik's responsibility is to be yishalmeno. Tashlume nezik milashon ashlam. You just have to make up the difference. But as it relates to whatever is there, right there, basher rusham, that the nizik is going to keep. That's the first part of the daf. Freight the Gemara, a very stacked question. Omali Rav Kahana the Rav, Rav Kahana told Rav, I don't understand this whole Indian. At the time, because of Rachman of Amesi it sounds like the only way, reason I know, Tashlume Nezik Melashan Ashlam, it's because of Psukim, right? Three Psukim. The last one was Amesi Eloi. Holaf Ochi, but we're not for the fact that it had all these Joshes, Havamina, I would have thrown the veil of the Mazakaba. That the Mazak is the one that keeps the veil and he has to figure out what to do with it. Freight Rav Kahana, Hashta, E. Isfail, the day Kamatrefus. Let's say the mazik would cause damage. 
And now it comes time to pay. And he would decide, you know what? He has a whole inventory of trefus, and he's going to use those trefus. By the way, it sounds bizarre. He's a shaykhit, right? Every shaykhit has a decent percentage, 20, 30, 40% of trefus. So he has a whole bunch of trefus, and you know what he wants to do with those trefus? He's going to use it now to pay back the nizik. Could he do that? Yovli, of course he could do it. How do I know that? Because the Allah is that if you want, you can pay Shavakasif, right? Shavakasif is always considered Metav. And you can even give Subin if you want. But the bottom line is if the Mazik always has the Gerech to pay Shavakasif, Afilu Subin, that means Afilu Nevelo. So why should he be able to give this? Meaning, why are we clearing over here? Is it in the possession of the Nizik? It's in the possession of the Mazik. This is all semantics. At the end of the day, if the Mazik wants to use this as Peroin, could he? Of course he could. So why can't he? If he had a whole bunch of Nivelas, and that's how he was going to pay for 100% of it, that's something he could do. So if he wants to use now the existing Nivelas and the existing trade for to pay for 50% of it, so why should it be Gara? At the end of the day, why can't he use it as Tashlumen? So the Gemara says, you're right, 100%. And all these drushes that we brought right now were not brought to tell me that if the Mazik wants to use the Nivelas as Tashlumen Nezek, that's something he can do. It's partially he could say, keep the Nevela, and I'm just making up the difference. I don't need, not three psokim, I only want Pasuk for that. It's so partially, because it's like Gar from any Shavakas. If I could pay you Subin, if I could pay you the Trefus that I have in my garage, in my Shlachtois, then I can give you the Trefus that was originally your animal. What then is the Chiddush? Why do I need all these Joshes? So the Gemara says, It's Negeya, a situation where the Nevela went down in value. In other words, at the time of the damage, the Nevela was worth $50. Let's say the animal alive was worth $100, the Nevela was worth $50. Probably a little bit less, but we'll just stick with that number. So it's worth $50. Now, at the time of payment, there was Hamad Abedin, and there was a court case, and they brought Adim, and Dinim Amunis Peshloisha, and when everything finally sorted itself out, so it turns out this Nevela went down in value, right? It's definitely uh, an, an, an asset that depreciates rapidly, right? Time works very much against the Nevela Strucha. So right now you have this Fashtinkin in Nevela that is just not worth $50 anymore. Now you're lucky you get a quarter for it. So the question is, is when you cheshbin right now, the payment, are you cheshbining based on what it's worth today? Or are you cheshbining based on what the Nevela was worth at the time of the Hesek? If I'm coming to Mikayach Shavak Esef, I can give you Subin, I can give you the Trefis and my Shlachtas, so I'm going to give you this as well. Okay, then we're going to Cheshbon what it's worth right now. The Chiddush of Amesi Yoloi Nizik is that we look at it as if it belongs to the Nizik and that it's excluded from what my Chiv Tashlumen is. And as a result, we say that I am going to cheshven the value of the nevela, what it was worth at the time of the hezek, and if there's any pchas nevela, touch the words, if the nevela goes down, right? if it goes down in value, that pchas is going to belong to the nizik. The point is, he's going to incur the loss. I only have to pay the difference of what the live animal was worth and what the dead animal was worth at the time that the actual damage happened. That is the nakuda. That's the punchline of what the chiddush of all these drushes are. The chiddush of these drushes are not that I can use the nevela as piroyim. It's no different than yashal rabbi shavakas vafilosubim. The chiddush is is that it belongs to the nizik mamish from that time. And when we cheshbin the hezik, we're only cheshbining the difference of what it was worth alive and what it's worth dead. That if the Nevela would go down in value, the Pachas Nevela would belong to the Nizik. It would seem at first glance 
that this concept of Pras Nevelo is Machloi Kistanam. Tanya, we're going to the price. So, so it says in the Pasik, in Torefi, Torefi, Vieu, Eda Trefa, Loi Yishalim. So Rav Kahana brought this Pasik earlier as one of the three Makairis that the Nevelo belongs to the Nisk, Shabailim, Metaplin, the Nevelo. But we said that Rav Kahana, when he brought this Pasik, he was Maitzi the Pasik Midev Shuta. He learned that this Pasik is talking about a Shoy Mesacha that was Beisheya, where the Allah is, he has to pay. And what does he pay? Adat Reifa. But Hat Reifa itself, Lo Yishab. That's not the Pshuta Shemikra. The Pshuta Shemikra is talking about where there was an Oynus that happened. Shoy Mesacha that says Oynus, he's believed, but. Prove it. Swear, bring Aiden. So what the Pasuk is saying is that in Tarif Yitarif, if you're claiming that an Oynas took place, then Yivieyu aid, bring an aid, Hatrefa, that that's what happened, and Loi Yishalim, in that instance, you're not going to have to pay. So the first time in the Braisa explains the Pasuk exactly like that. In Tarif Yitarif, Yivieyu aid, meaning Yavi Aiden Shanitrefa, bring Aiden that that's what happened, and you're going to be Pater. Meaning, if you don't bring Aiden, you're not going to be potter. If you bring Adam, you're going to be potter. And that's what the Pasuk is saying. Abishong had a different shot in the Pasuk. He said, you want to know what this means? It means, Yavi Aduda Lebezden. Not Yavi Aid, as in a witness, but Yavi Aduda. So what does Aduda mean? So Rashi says, Aduda, one word. It means Nevela. What's the Makar that Aduda is a Nevela? So Rashi has a, a Pasuk. An interesting pasuk. Binyamin ze'ev yitrof. This is in the Birchas Yaakov. Ba'boiker yoichal ad v'lo erev yichalik shalos. So Binyamin is a wolf. Binyamin ze'ev yitrof. Ba'boiker yoichal ad. He eats the ad. What's the ad? It's the nevelo. He eats his prey. Right. That's what the word ad means. So you see, the word aduda is a lashon of prey, and that's what this pasuk means. What the pasuk is saying is, in tarif yitarif, yivieu ed. Bring the the ad of that pasuk. That's what you should deliver to Basin. So Abishol saying that bring the Nizik or the prey, bring the Nevela to Basin, whereas the Tanakam and this Bryce have a whole different pasik. No, bring a witness. So it sounds like there's some achloikis and halacha over here. Whether you learn Yavi Eid and witness shall come, or Yavi Eid, Miloshin Eid in the Birchas Yaakov, that you should bring the Nevela. So what is the Machloikis? My lab, probably the Machloikis is the Marsav, Pchas Nevela, the Nezikavi, Umarsavar, the Mazakavi. The Machloikis probably is regarding the Pchas Nevela. Is the Pchas Nevela the Nezik, or is the Pchas Nevela the Mazik? So we need a little bit of help from Rashi. There's a longish Rashi that says Pashpshan in this Pasuk. The Abishol says Rashi can't be coming to tell me that there's an idea of bring the Nevela to Bezdin so that we can figure out what the Nevela is worth so that in the event that the Mazik wants to take the Nevela and wants to apply it towards his payment, it should be something he's allowed to do. Because Rav Kahana already told Rav that that's Pshita. Because Yashav Rabbi Shava Subin, so what's the Havamina? I shouldn't be able to do it. So I wouldn't need a Pasik to tell me this Allah. And if there's a Tanakama that has a different shot in the Pasik, and it sounds like whatever Abishal's Allah is, he's going to be Chaylikin, can't be his being Chaylikin that. Because it's so obvious that that's the way it is. So if 
Abishol saying that the Pasuk's telling me, Yavi then bring the Nevela. So why are you bringing the Nevela? It must be the reason you're bringing the Nevela is, is because you're going to bring the Nevela and you're going to figure out what the Nevela was worth at the time of the Hezek. And by figuring out what it was worth at the time of the Hezek, that's going to determine what the payment is because the Pas Nevela is going to be Lenizek. The point of bringing the Nevela is not to use it as Tashlumen. I don't need a Pasuk for that. But it's because Pas Nevela is Lenizek. So unless you bring the Nevela here, it's impossible to have our mother within and determine how much the mazik has to pay. Because the mazik's responsibility, his chiv, is to make up the difference between what it was worth alive and what it's worth as an available. So if Abishol is learning a posik of Yavi Adud Lebezdin, it has to be that that posik is coming to teach me the halacha of Pras Nevele and Lezik. If the Tanakam and this Bryce have a different shot in this posik, it's probably not just semantics, Mashmois Darshan, they learned the posik differently. Probably, this is the Gemara's assumption, they argue with the halacha of Abishol. And if they argue with the halacha of Abishol, then obviously they don't know the halacha of Pras Nevele and Lezik. So the Gemara says, wouldn't it then appear to be that this Machloik is Tanam, Abishol, Tanakam and this price are gufa arguing whether pras nevelu and nizik or you don't say pras nevelu and nizik. Now, the truth is, we shine a mucho a little bit because if the Tanakama and this price doesn't hold pras nevelu and nizik, so it explains his shita, meaning he learns the pasukim tarifi tarifi the eu e that trey for not like Abishal. It's just telling me that a shayna sacha the tainazoynes bring edim, otherwise you're not going to be believed. And not Yavi Aduda, but what about all the other psukim that we brought earlier? And we said all those psukim that we brought earlier only make sense if it's teaching me pras neveil and izik. If it's not teaching me pras neveil and izik, then it's pshita. So the Tanakama of this Braisa, assuming he holds that there's no pras neveil and izik, so what about all those previously mentioned drushes? Just to explain the kasha a little bit better. It sounds like from the Gemara that if you don't darshan yavi adud lebezdin, then you won't hold pras nevel denizik. In the hemshech of the Gemara, in the flow of the Gemara, that's not true. In the flow of the Gemara, we just said we have three makayrus pras nevel denizik. Three, literally three. Something that the Torah could have told me once. The Torah told me three times. So you're telling me now if the Tanakam of Abishol doesn't darshan yavi adud lebezdin, he doesn't know the halacha pras nevel denizik. What are you talking about? He knows it from the three drushes that were mentioned earlier. It's the Rajbas kasha and the Rajbas blights Sarachin on this kasha. And he says, really, the Gemara could have asked this kasha because the whole flow of the Gemara doesn't really work. But the Gemara is going to fall off of this anyway, so the Gemara didn't bother. But either way, says the Gemara, at first glance, this machloikis Abishol and the Tanakam and this Brisa, whether you darshan yavi aid or whether you isn't that gufa a machloikis of whether pras nevel the nizik or not? Because if not, what else is the machloikis? Mara says like the kuliyam the nizik. Maybe everybody holds pras nevel is the nizik. The hacha over here betoyrach nevel k'mifli. The machloikis over here is something else. The machloikis says who has the tircha of schlepping the nevel to bezden. That's the question. Meaning, you want to know, could you use the Nevelas payment? Everybody holds you could use the Nevelas payment. You want to know when you determine the value of the Nevela as it relates to using it as payment? You figure out what it was worth at the time of the damage, and that's how you're going to calculate your numbers over here. However, the question is something else. Who has the responsibility to push it, be metapled in Avela. Like we said at the beginning of the daft, to schlep it. Whose achrayas is it to take this Nevela from the murder scene and literally schlep it into Bezdin? That's a big deal. And that's the machloikis over here. The Tanakam in this price a hold, and when it says, I'm tarif, you tarif, you 
Eid, what it means is Eid Miloshin Bezdin. Abishol said Eid is Miloshin Aduda, meaning in Tarif Yutarif, if you're the Shaim Sacher, and you're claiming right now that what happened was it was Tarif Yutarif, Yiviyeu, not Eid Miloshin Eidus, but Miloshin Binyamin Zev Yitra Pabaiku Yoichel Ad, you have to bring the Nevela, Shlap the Nevela into Bezdin. The reason you're bringing it to Bezdin is not to figure out what it's, everyone holds you have to do that. The Chiddush of Yiviyeu Ad is that you have to physically bring the Nevela into Bezdin. So again, to Use it as payment, that's obvious. Kesef, Yoshiv, Lerabit Shavak Kesef, Afigul Suman. The fact that Prasimel and Isaac, three Makairis in the beginning of the daf. What's this extra Hisafa that Abishol is saying? Abishol is saying you have to schlep it into Bezin. The Tanakama who learned the Pasuk differently than Abishol, Atakachoyuk in there. But the Machloikis is not whether you can use it as payment. The Machloikis is not even if Pras Nevelos than Isaac. The Machloikis simply is who has the Torah to bring it in. And the Gemara says, Vatanyo, Benichusa, there's a price that actually says this before us. Achirim Oimrim. So who's Achirim? That's Rameyer when he's saying over Torah. From his Rebbe Acher. How do you know that it's the responsibility of the Bal Habar to take the Shar from his bar? So, meaning, if somebody had a bar and it caused a Shar to be damaged, so the Bal Habar, he's the Masik. So, how do you know he has the responsibility to take the Shar out of there? Talmud Lomit, the Pasuk says, Kesef Yoshev Lebailov, the Hamas. The way Rashi explains it, Kesef Yoshev Lebailov, right? Exhale, the Hamesi Eloi. That's the way you read the Pasuk. But we dash in Kesev Yoshev Labailov, the Hames. That you have a responsibility to pay money to the Bailam, and not just that, the Hames. You also have to return the Mace. It's your responsibility, it's your Tircha to return the Mace, and that's what's going on here in this price. So basically, you're telling me, according to Abishal, there's a Pasuk that says, that it's the onus of the Maznik to take this nevela and bring it into Bezin. He says, let's get a little more information. I want to understand this Allah a little bit better. Is the case where this animal, if it's in a bar, so let's say the mazik was the mazik of bar, the animal is worth a zuz. However, vaguda, if it's not in the bar, shavya arba, it's worth four. Kitarach, but then afshitarach. Then the mazik, by taking the shar out of the bar and bringing it to Bezdin, he's benefiting. He's making three shackles on the deal, right? He's making three zuzim. And the way the Mepharshim explained the Gemara's kasha, so it's pshita. I wouldn't need the Torah to tell me that it behooves the mazik to do this, being that he's going to make money by doing it. His chiv tashlumen is going to be a lesser chiv tashlumen, so it should be obvious. So Abayi told Rava, so then why do I even need a Pasuk for this? This is what the Pasuk is coming to tell me? Something that's no obvious? I'm going to say, I hear, I hear your kasha, but the Pasuk is negeya, in a case, the bebir what if in the bar it's worth a zuz, and agud it's also worth a zuz, and being that, it's worth a zuz, so make it tasty, I'm interested in doing it, you want to do it, so we can fight about it. So the Torah has to be machri, and the has to say, who's Responsibility is it to deal with this? It's going to be the responsibility of the Mazak. The says, Mika Kai Gavna, is there even such a Matthias? Right? How does that make sense that this Nevela is worth a Zuz in a bar and it's worth a Zuz on top of the bar? To the extent it involves labor and Tircha to take it from point A to point B, so shouldn't that be built into the value of this underlying Nevela? So Mara says, there is such a Matthias. The Amri Inchi, in fact, is a saying. People say, Kishura Bemasa Bezuza. If you have a beam in the city, it's worth a Zuz, and Kishura Bedabra Bezuza. And if you have a beam in the forest, it's worth the same Zuz. Now, the beam Right, they don't come from the metropolitan uh, areas. It comes from the forest, and it's worth the same zoos whether 
it's here or there, even though there's a logistics, a freight fee or something from taking it to point A to point B, but it doesn't change the value of the underlying asset. It's still worth the same Zeus. So, that there is such a Metzius, and because it's such a Metzius, therefore... That's where it was Negea for the Torah to say, Yavi Aduda, that it's Al Habal Habar, Lahaloi Sharmi Boiroi, Kesav Yashim Labaila, Vehameis, two drushes for this. That Talach is that the Mazik is the one that's going to be responsible. Zakdimar, Omash Shmuel, Shmuel said, Ain Shaman, Loy Leganev, Veloy Legazlon, Elolin Azakin. So Shmuel, the way Rashi explains, was saying over the Minigad Dayanim. He said, I've observed that the Dayanim, they Cheshbin, this Indian of the Nevela belonging to the Nizik only when it comes to Nizakin. But when it comes to a Ganev and when it comes to a Gazlin, there it's different. So what's the topic of the Daf up until this point? Ruven Shar damages Shimon Shar. Kill the Shar. So the Allah is Ruven's a Mazik. Ruven has to pay Nezik Shalom. The question is the Nevela itself. Who gets the Nevela? So if Ruven wants Shimon to keep the Nevela, Ruven tells Shimon, the Nevela is yours. I can use it as payment. Not just that, Pachas Nevela is even going to be Lenizik. And the Halach is, Ruven, the Mazik, is only going to have to make up the difference. So Shmuel said that the Dayanim, you should know, when it comes to Gnev and Gzela, they don't fear Zich this way. So if somebody's a Ganev, for example, somebody steals a Shar, and then the Shar dies, so... The Dayanim will not allow you to take the Nevela, return it to the Nignav or to the Nigzal, and then just make up the difference. They require you to keep the Nevela for yourself, and you have to write a check or you have to replace the Shar Legamri, 100%. So even though we're dealing with this Shuma of the Nevela belonging to the Nizik, it's only by Nezakin that I've seen this. But Shmuel said, even though this is what I've seen, I hold Afla Shoyal, that a Shoyal was Chayv Ba'ainsen, you would have the same idea. Meaning, this is something that would be true for a Shoyal. The Abba Moidali. And then he said, Abba, so when Shmuel said Abba, who was he referring to? He was referring to Rab. And you do it's a machloik is rashing toisvus and shas. Whether Rab's name was Abba, but he was referred to as Rav Mishum Chvaidai, or whether Rab's name was actually Rav, but Shmuel used to refer to him sometimes as Abba Lishum Chvaidai. Right? Rav and Abba are both names of Kavod. So was the Rav's real name Rav, but he's sometimes called Abba. Was his real name Abba sometimes called Rav? But either way, Shmuel said, and Abba you should know was Maida to me. Meaning, Shmuel said, I hold that even by the Shoyal, this is the Halacha, and Abba's Maida. So the Marsi Shmuel was speaking very cryptically. Hachi Kamar. Af the Shoyal Shamin, the Abba Maidali. Shmuel said, ain't Shamin loy legan of loy legazel elon nezakin. I hold Afla Shoyal. Afla Shoyal, yeah, or Afla Shoyal, not? So the Gemara wasn't sure. Did Shmuel mean to say Afla Shoyal, yeah, and Abba, meaning Rav is moida to me? I hold just like ain't shaman, loy legan of loy legazlin, also ain't shaman le shoyal. Again, if somebody's a shoyal and something happens, you can't return the nevela. You have to pay for the whole thing. The Abba moida that also the shoyal not. So the Gemara says, Toshma, I'll bring you a right. There was a person, he borrowed a hammer from his friend, Tavra, and the hammer broke. Also, the Kamidira, he came to Rab, Amalaysa, he told him, you go pay a, a brand new Nargashma. I mean, no, ain't shamans. You see that he couldn't give him the broken shards and just make up the difference. He had to replace the whole thing. So obviously, when Shmuel said that, he meant also shoyal not. 
The Abamaydali also not. Meaning, we see from this Maisa Rav, right, pun intended, that that's what Rav, if that's what Rav, then when Shmuel said Abamaydali, it's obvious that's what Shmuel was saying. But the Mara says, Ada Rav, you're bringing me a raya from this story. I have a story, because right after this story took place, Rav Kahana Ravasi, right, two graces tell me them of Rav, they were both there and they told Rav, they said, Dina Hachi, and what did Rav do? What's Rav's go to move? He said nothing. And he was quiet. Awesome. If you see that Rab was quiet, Shmamina must be Shaman. Meaning, if he was quiet, so Rab's Shtika is Kehoida. And if Rab's Shtika is Kehoida, it's a Raya Shaman. So you can't prove anything from that story. Because although Rab passed in one way, but it seems that after his Talmudim called him out on it, maybe he. When fakayt, I mean that it's a little bit unclear. The you shouldn't be able to prove anything. The Gemara says, "Itmar Amar Ula Amar Abalaza Shaman Leganev Ula Gazlin." The halacha is we are Shaman Leganev Ula Gazlin. Meaning, even though Shmuel said that the Minigad Ayonim is ain't Shaman Loy Leganev Loy Legazlin, but that's not the halacha. Ula said in the name of Rabbi Lazar that Shaman Leganev Ula Gazlin. So if somebody steals something and then that thing dies or breaks, and you have to return the gzela right now, so you don't have to return the whole thing. If you want, you can return the broken thing that it is you stole and just make up the difference. Rapapi Omer, Rapapi said, Ain't shaman, ain't shaman ganav legazlin. The Hilcha saw, ain't shaman loy leganav loy legazlin. Avalishoyal shaman kid Ravkahana Ravasi. But when it comes to shal, yeah, like Ravkahana and Ravasi, and some say that from the fact that the Gemara says kid Ravkahana Ravasi, and it doesn't say kid Ravkahana Ravasi virav, then it's muchach that even though it was shasig rav, but could be Rav really wasn't being Shtika Kaida, but this is more Shasik Rav, as in Raid Dice that we've spoken about in the past. The Inkam Either way, this concludes the majority of today's daf, which is an intense halacha. It's the halacha of Shahabaila Metaplin the Nevela, and that the Pchas Nevela belongs to the Nizik. So again, what was the Yisoyed of the Shiloh? Just to recap this, literally, our regalachas, the Yisoyed of the Shiloh was Arba of Nazikin. So somebody has a Shar, somebody has a Bar. And this person's Shar, his Bar, it damages somebody else's Shar. It kills the Shar. Okay? You have to pay Nezik Shalem for whatever it is you cause. You cause $100 worth of damage, you have to give now $100 to the owner of the Shar that you damaged. What if the Nevela itself has value, right? It's going to have value. So can I apply the Nevela towards the payment, meaning you keep the Nevela and I'll give you the difference? Or, no, I have to take the Nevela, it's my headache, I have to deal with it, and I'm going to give you the full $100 if that's the damage that was incurred. What emerged from the sugi is that it's posh that if the Mazik tells the Nizik, take the Nevela, he has a right to do it. And in fact, you don't need Baba Kama Daf Yudam Abeis and Daf Yudal Alaf Amad Alaf for this. This is something we learned already in the Sugi of Meitav because Yosha L'Rabbi Shava Kesef Afilu Suben. So if I don't have to give Kesef, I can give Shava Kesef, and I can even give Ziburis. I can give Suben. Then there's no reason I shouldn't be able to give the Nevela. And like the Gemara says, Hagabat Smicha. If I had my own. Nevela, and I wanted to give it to you as payment, I could. So why should it be any worse if I want to give you your Nevela? Stating that, the Gemara said there is a Chiddush in this Sugya. A Chiddush that was learned out from not one, not two, but three drashas. And that is that not only does the Mazik have a right to tell the Nizik, keep the Nevela, and I'm going to give you the difference, but when we determine the value of the Nevela, we determine it based on what the Nevela was worth 
at the time that the damage took place. So whatever the Nevela was worth at the time that the damage took place, that's what its value is going to be. So even if at the Hamada Bedin, 30 days or so later, when there's finally a court case and everyone's trying to figure out exactly how this is going to play out, the Nevela is going to probably be worth less. It doesn't matter. If the Nevela was worth X amount of dollars at the time of the Hezek, then that's what its value is going to be. For that already I needed a Pasik. That I don't know from Yoshev, L'Rabbi Shavu, Kesva, Filosubin, but that is the halacha. The halacha is pchas nevel and nizik. The Gemara thought maybe it's a machloikis tanam, but the Gemara said there's no machloikis tanam. The only thing that did emerge is that there is a machloikis tanam who has the tircha of taking this nevel and physically bringing it into Bezdin. Abashal learned from a pasik, Yavay aduda, that it's the responsibility of the masik, remember the second pasik, kasev yashiv labayla vehameis, that the balabar has to return the mace. Besides, we have to remove him for that. But that's just a tircha shayla in terms of who has the responsibility. Even if there's no value in the tercha, meaning the mazik's not making any money because it's worth a zuz here and it's worth a zuz there. But at the end of the day, that's a xeris akasav. That's something that's going to be your responsibility. Now, not for now, because today's raid is going to be a hemshech of last night's raid. But as it relates to this suya, there's a hakira how you do it. There's a big, big shaila that uldach reinim ponder. And that is, what's the lumbus of this halacha, pchas nevelelinizik? Is the lumbus that if my shar kills your shar, the etzin, the hezek, was the full value of the shark. Shark's worth $100 alive. Now it's dead. I owe you $100. Nervous. I can use the nevela as part of the payment towards the $100 that I owe you. And a chiddish, learned out from Xeris HaKosov, that the value of the behem is determined based on what it was worth at the time that the hezek took place. But if you want to down the hefts of the hezek, the heft of the Hezek is the full value of whatever this thing was worth at the time that the damage took place. Inami, say the London, maybe, is that the heft of the Hezek is the difference in value between the live shar and the Nevela. The Haraya, Pchas Nevela, Nizek. So it's not that I'm using the Nevela as my Piroyan. But on the Nevela Chelik, there is no Chiyav Perayin. There is no Chiyav Tashlumen. All I need to do is make up the difference because that is the whole Hezek. So is the var that the Hezek is the full hundred dollars. I'm using the Nevela as payment towards the hundred dollars, albeit with this Chiddush of Pras Nevela Lenezek. Or the Geder is that the Hezek is only the difference between the hundred dollars and whatever the Nevela is worth. The Haraya. This is a great Shiloh. Another thing that needs to be understood, also we're not going to talk about, and that is that the Gemara ended this sugya with a discussion whether you say, that I can give you the Nevela and just pay the difference when it comes to a Ganav and a Gazlan and even a Shail, or is this only by Nezakin? So Shmuel said that Minigadayonim is that ain't Shaman even though it sounded like the halach of the sugi was not that way. But the Minigadayonim was that when it comes to a Ganav and when it comes to a Gazlan, over there ain't Shaman. And the question is, why not? What's the question? Even if you want to tell me there's no halach of Pchas Nizik, when it comes to Ganav and Gazlin, because for that I need a Makar, and Mehechetesi, but a Ganav and a Gazlin, if you steal something, and that thing that you stole is not here right now to return, so what do you do? You have to pay money. So why can't I give you the Nevela? Meaning, why can't I give you the Nevela, midin yashiv l'rabi shava kesef, 
Vafilu Suvin. Right? What's basic Hilchas Geneva Vigzela? So Geneva Vigzela is the topic of the second half of Bavakama. Once we start back to Maruba, that's when we're going to get into all the laws of, of Geneva Vigzela. We'll be there before you know it. But the point is that what's the basic halach of a Ganav and a Gazlan? The Hesh of You steal something, you return it. What if I don't have it? Okay, so you write a check. Based on the value that it was worth, based on the value that it's worth now, that's Perik Maruba. But the point is, is you have to write a check. Okay, so I stole something, a shard. The shard is dead right now. I can't return exactly what I stole because it's not alive anymore. I can't take the novella and give you a check for the difference. What's the difference if I write you a $100 check or if I give you a $50 for stinking in novella and another $50 check? Lachur, it should be the same thing. So Toysa speaks out here in the sugya that it's muchach from the halach of ain shaman loy legan of loy legazlin that this that is a din of yoshev l'rabbi shav akasev afilu suvin is only true by nezakin. It's not true by, ne- by gnev of exela. By gnev of exela, you can't be yoitzer with suvin. Over there, there's a halach, you have to make a muchach of it over there, you're going to have to make a good, a more chash of a piroin. But the point is that in this toysvis, it's mavur that from the fact that ain't sham and loy leganav loy legazlin, it's muchach lochayra that your chiv is different. What's the chiv? The chiv is give back what you stole, replace the item that you stole, or write the guy a check. You can't play the games of vafilu suben. That's a chiddush that you have in Azokin. It's not something you have by Ganav Gazan. Why should Dine Gneva Vigzela be different than Dine Nezokin? Toysva says a svar, ayin shom, na for now. Now, what is for now is going weiter, and it's actually interesting because the Gemara is about to digress. And the digression of the Gemara is not so easy, is what it is. We can go through it quicker because it's, it's really not Pavakama de Gesugis, but what's the paper trail? Right? You always have to follow it. So, the Gemara just mentioned that Ula said in the name of Rabbi Lazar, Shamil Laganav Gazlin, as it relates to this Shaila of Bailam Etapam Benavela and Pchas Nevela Nizik. When it comes to the Ganav and the Gazlin, even though the Minigadayonim Shmuel said was not to be Shamin, but Ula said in the name of Rabbi Lazar, Yes, yeah, Shamin. And the Gemara now is going to bring literally halacha after halacha after halacha. All no shaykhs to what we're learning. Hatzad ha-shavah shavahen is they're all a little bit obscure. But a bunch of halachas, when this comes up in Agada the Gemara, it's a lot of fun. But when it comes up in these Gemaras, not as much. But either way, we do what we do. But the Gemara is going to bring now halacha after halacha, all have in common one thing. That Ula said this halacha in the name of Rabbi Lazar. Zog the Gemara. First things first. V'omar Ula, Omar Rabbi Lazar, shilya sheyatzisa. A sack that left and emerged from the body of a, a woman, a little bit came out on Sunday, and a little bit came out on Monday. When we cheshben, we cheshben from the Yem HaRishayim as opposed to from the Yem HaSheni. So what's the background to this halacha? So we know that a woman that has a baby is Tameh. She's Tameh Tumas Yeledes. How Tameh is she? It depends on whether she has a Zohar or a If a woman has a Zohar, so she's Tameh for seven days, after seven days she's tar. In fact, any dam that a woman sees for the next 33 days after her seven days of Tameh are dam tayar. This is one of the greatest chidushim because ordinarily uh, Isha that sees dam from her makar is always going to be tame, either Tomas Yeledes or Tomas Nida or Tomas Ziva. But here there's a chidush that even if she sees dam and it comes from her makar, still the halach is she is going to be tar because we view that dam as being dam tayar. 
That's if she has a zakh. If she has a nikeva, all the numbers are doubled. Her yemei toma is not seven days, it's 14 days. And her yemei tahira is not 33 days, but rather it's going to be 66 days. Now, the halacha is that a woman who has a shilya, so shilya is the sack where the baby is, that leaves her body, she becomes tome. And the reason she becomes tome is, is because there's a, a klal, as the Gemara is about to say, that ain't shilya below Vlad. That if the shilya emerged from the body, balkarchachtu was a Vlad, so even though you didn't see the Vlad, the Vlad must have miscarried. A woman that miscarries is tummy, just like if the child is a healthy child, it makes no difference. And as a result, being that there was a shilya, there must have been a Vlad, and therefore the Allah is, she is going to be tummy. Now, the only time a woman is going to be tummy if the shilya emerges from her body is if we assume that roiv of the Vlad left the body. Meaning, a woman who gives birth to a child becomes a Tomei. If she miscarries, she's also Tomei. But only if roiv of the Vlad leaves her body. If roiv of the blood does not leave her body, in that case, she's not going to be Tomei. Now, what happens if a Shilya leaves her body? You can't find the Vlad. You know there's a Vlad, but you can't find the Vlad. You're concerned that maybe there was... Not just the Vlad, which you know there was, but even Roiv of a Vlad, as a result, she's telling me, but you don't know if it's a Zachar and a Keva. Now, the laws are very different if it's a Zachar and a Keva. So, what you do is you have to go Lachumra. So, what would it mean going Lachumra? So, Lachumra would be as follows. If she had a Zachar, she'd be telling me seven days. If she has an Akeva, she's telling me for 14 days. What's the Chumra? The Chumra is to assume 14 days. So, for 14 days, she is now going to be Tame. Now, if she had a Zachar, then from days 8 to day 40, are you going to be Yemei Toya? If she had an Akeva, then from days 15 to days 80, are going to be Yemei Toya. You have to go L'Chumrah, and you have to assume that maybe she had a Zachar, so that once day 40, one comes, at that point, any Dam that she's going to see is going to be treated as Dam Nida. Because maybe she had a Zachar, so that for seven days she had Thomas Yeladas, then she had 33 days of Yemei Toyhar, and now she's just a regular Isha that was ready down from her car, and as a result, she's going to be Thomas Nida with Cheshbonus of Ziva, etc., etc. Now, all of a sudden, you have to Cheshbon that whole thing. So you go with Chumrah on the front end, because maybe she was a Yeladas Nekeva, and as a result, 14 days of Toma, but then you go with Kula, then maybe she was really a Zohar, and you can't Cheshbon Dam Toyar after day 40. So that's super duper high level of exactly how this works out. It's a little bit plunter. that's what it is. Our case that Ulo Amrabalaza was discussing was when there was a woman who a shilya left her body and it was Miktsasabiyam Rishain, it was Miktsasabiyam Shani. Now, when the shilya leaves, we know this Vlad, but we need that Rav of the Vlad should leave in order for us to start Cheshbening what we need a Cheshben. Now, we don't see a Vlad and as a result, we're going to have a suffix Zohar Nekeva. But even the suffix Zohar Nekeva, do you start it from Sunday when it started emerging, or do you start it from Monday when the rest of it came out? So what did Ula say in the name of Rabbi Lazar? You have to start counting from the first day. Now, Pasha, you would say, why are you counting from the first day? L'chumra, right? It sounds like that's Pasha. 
today am I tame or tara? You tame. That's for sure the chumra. But the Gemara says, I'm a lay rava. Rava told Ula Amara Belaza, my taite the chumra. It sounds like you probably hold the chumra. You have to start from the first day. She said, I'm not so sure you're right. Chumra da asili de kulahu. Because although you're right, it is a chumra right now, but this chumra could ultimately lead to a kula to come a taris le mirishain. Because just like this, you may tumma, there's also you may tire, right? We said for days 15 to 40, this is going to for sure be a may tire. Now, if you're going to start from day one, then you're going to have your 40th day is going to be still your Tayar, when in reality, maybe it was supposed to be from day two. So being that you don't know whether you're supposed to start, or day 15, let's look at it that way. Day 15, you're going to already start counting as your Tayar. where really day 15 is day 14, because it's supposed to start from the second day, and as a result, it's really your Tumah. So it's not so posh that it's a Chumrah to start counting from the first day, maybe it's a Chumrah to start counting from the second day. It's a Chumrah to Asli Day Kula. Someone says, Elam HaRavah, so Ravah said, Lachush, you're right. The counting, counting starts from the second day. However, you have to be chayish already on the first day. Then maybe she's tummy. So the first day you're going to treat her as a suffix tummy, but as it relates to the counting, you're going to start counting from the second day. And if you're going to start counting from the second day like this, you're not going to run into problems with by mistake using a day as a day of taira when really it was supposed to be a, a day of tummy. Either way, so that's what Ula's saying in the name of Rabbi You want to know what Ula's chiddush is? That shilya sheyatsasamiktasabiyamrishamiktasabiyamsheni. You have to be chayish that maybe roiv of the vlad came out already biyamrishon, and that day you have to treat her already as suffix. Now you can't start counting from that day because that's a chumr dasil de gula. When are you going to start counting from the second day? On the first day, you have to be concerned that maybe this tumma. So the Gemara says, "My kamash malan." I mean, this is a very long-winded halach. If you're learning nida, you're holding teeth in these sugyas, but we're not. So in bava kama, this is really at a left field, and there must be a chiddush over here. And the Gemara says, "I don't even know what the chiddush is." Maybe the Chiddush is the Eim Mixas Shulya Vlad. Is that the Chiddush? You're telling me that it's not possible to have a, even a Mixas of a Shulya Vlad. Now, the way Rashi explains this is a little bit hard, but it's Pashim Shan and the Gemara. That the rule is Eim Shulya Vlad. However, what about Mixas Shulya? Could you have Mixas Shulya Vlad or could you not have Mixas Shulya Vlad? Says the Gemara, maybe the Chiddush of Ula was that just like you can't have Shulya Vlad, you also can't have Mixas Shulya Vlad. And being that you can't have Miktas Shulia below Vlad, when Miktas Shulia came out by Rishon, you know for sure there was Vlad. What's the Shaila? The Shaila was the right of the Vlad. Being that you know there was for sure Vlad, so the only suffix really is whether there was roiv of the Vlad. So therefore, you go to Chumrah and you have to be Chayish, maybe roiv of the Vlad was already there. Because if you would hold that, although ain't Shulia below Vlad, but you can have mixa shulia b'leiv I mean, you can't have the whole shulia without a vlad, but you can have part of the shulia b'leiv Then maybe it wouldn't make sense with Zalacha. Because being that all you had was mixa shulia b'leiv rishon, so Rashi says, maybe you should look at it as a svek sveka. Suffolk, if there was a vlad, and even if there was a vlad, who said there was roi vlad? Now, the truth is, in Lumbus, is this one suffolk or is this two svekas? The suffolk is, is there roi vlad? Shem suffolkat. So this you have to know. But the bottom line is, is that this is Pashup Shana, what Rashi says. That you would think that maybe Trey Chumri, two such Chumris, that maybe there was a Vlad, and in Tim there was a Vlad, maybe there's a Roy Vlad, not. In other words, the Chiddush is that Yechayish, that maybe there was Roy Vlad when Mikta Shulia came out, and that's probably predicated on a Hanukkah, that just like in Shulia Vlad, so to a Mikta Shulia 
Yabla Vav. Oh, so if that's a Chiddush, okay, now we're talking. We have a real Chiddush over here. That ain't Mikzah Shal Yabla Vav. The Gemara says, Tanina, I know this anyways. Where do I know this from? From a Sugya Mesechtis Chulin in Perak Behema Mekashalele. Shil Yishniyatis Amikzasa Asura Bachila. So what's the halacha? The halacha over there is discussing the Ben Pekua. So what's the Ben Pekua? If somebody shechts uh, an animal, so the halacha is if that animal was carrying uh, an animal inside of it, so the halacha is you don't have to do a separate shechita on the uber, but the shechita on the mother counts towards the uber, what we know as the Ben Pekua. Stating that, in the event, you had an animal, again, that's carrying a baby, and the baby left the mechitzis of the mother, even if it goes back in, the halacha is once rave of the baby, of the uber, leaves the animal, animal, so the halacha is, at that point, the shechita of the mother is no longer going to work for the child. So this Mishnah over there in Mesech Teshulim was discussing a shilya, a shilya of the behemoth. So you have a shilya that part of it went out. Right now, it's going to be asur achila. It's going to require its own shchita, and the reason is because simen vlad beisha and simen vlad bebehema. Meaning, just like ain't shilya below vlad. So when a shilya leaves a mother, this Thomas here led us because we assumed there was a vlad there. So a shilya sheyatzis as it relates to a behema, it's the same exact halacha. We assume simen vlad bebehema. And therefore, the halacha is that the uh, animal is viewed as if it's overlapped, and if the overlapped, the shechita is no longer going to work for it. But what do you see from here? You see that even though it was yatzitzamiktsasa, that's the lashon of the Mishnah, shilyot sheyatzitzamiktsasa, still we say that the shechita is not going to work for the shilya. Now, why are you assuming it's not going to work for the shilya? Because miktsasa went out. Although miktsasa went out, I have a svek sveka. Maybe there was no Vlad in the Miktas of the Shilya, and even if there was, who said you had Rav of the Vlad? Or must be that just like Ein Miktas Shilya below Vlad, so to Ein Miktas as it relates to the Behemoth. So all I have then is one Safik, whether there was Rav. I know for sure that it came out. The whole Shilas was there Rav and I, but the bottom line is, I see furish from the fact that I'm Chayish for the Miktas Shilya by the Sugya Behemoth Makashalele. So, so to I'm Chayish for the Miktas Shilya as it relates to the Yoledes. Again, what's Ula Amr Abelazah's Chiddush? Whatever he's saying seems to be Mephurish, and that Mishnah Masech Teshulim. But the Mara says, no, even Masisa, and I only had that Mishnah, Hava Amina, I would have thought that really the Yesh Miktas Shulia B'loi Vlad. Really Yesh Miktas Shulia B'loi Vlad. And in the case that Miktas Shulia comes out, it could be Be'etzim Mitzad, the Dinim of Sveikis, I shouldn't have to worry about it. I should say, you should rely on the Shechita. Why? Because I have a Svek Sveika. Maybe there was no Vlad, and even if there was a Vlad, maybe there wasn't Reuva of Vlad. I so why is the Allah, the Shechita is not a good Shechita? It's because the Gzeira. It's only because of Xero, because we were worried that if you're going to be matter when Miksa Shulya comes out, based on a Svek Sveka, you'll maybe matter also when the whole Shulya comes out. And when the whole Shulya comes out, then it's not two Sveks, because then it's only one Safik, because the Zikr is no full Shulya without a lot. Now there's only one Safik, whether you have Reuven or not. And over there, it's already going to be different. So maybe Machmas the Xero had to be Chayesh. Okay, what does that have to do? Why is that an answer? But by us, in Ulu's Allah, it doesn't pass to say Xero. And the reason it doesn't pass to say Xero is very posh. Because in Ulu's case, Miksas Shulia came out on Yom Rishon, and then the other Miksas came out on Yom Sheni. So that this Isha for sure is going to be Tommy. There's no question this Isha is going to be Tommy. At the end of the day, we're going to see her in Isha Tomei. The question is do we really have to be Chayish for Tomo Yom Rishon? So what would be the Svara? 
If you worry that maybe Rav of the Vlad came out, so that's a reason to be Metamer. But if you're going to tell me that there's no Chash Rav of the Vlad came out, why not? Because you have a Sfek Sveka. Because Ain makes a Shulia below Vlad. So maybe there was no Vlad. And even if there was a Vlad, maybe you didn't have Rav of the Vlad. Nor Vos. You want to be Chayish. You're going to tell me if I'm going to say it's Mutter. People are going to think that every single time a Shulia comes out, the woman's always tar. It's not true. She's Tameh. She's Tameh. So that's not a chash. In a situation where all I have is a behemoth, where mixes of the shulia came out, and then it came back in, and you're saying, no worry, it's kosher. So I'm going to say, oh, vice shulia is nothing. Just like a mix of shulia is nothing, smagansa shulia is also nothing. People will always be matter. So over there, there's a real reason to be chayish. Over here, there's no reason. So the Gemara says that even though you're right, at the end of the day, Ulo Amar Abelaz's obscure din is mefurish in a Mishnah and Chulim, but it's not Mufurish in the Mishnah Kulin. The din is, but it's not. Because over there, it could be it's Alz Gzeira. Over here, it doesn't pass the Gzeira. So over there, it's not Muchach the Klal of Eim Miksa Shulia Beloi Vlad. From Ula's Allah, it is Muchach the Klal of Eim Miksa Shulia Beloi Vlad. Either way, this is the second Allah that Ula said in the name of Rabbi Laza. The third Allah. Amar Ula, Amar Rabbi Laza. Bechor Shen Nitraf, Betoy Chlamid Yoim. You have a Bechor. So this is a Bechor Adam, Rashi says. That was Rachman Alitzlan killed. Shenerag. Nitraf. Beloshen Toroif. Yitarev. And it happened during 30 days of the child's life. So, ain't poy the The is, there's no pity in Abed. Tani, Rami, Barchama, and Rami Barchama taught us the same exact Allah. And the fact that it says in the third Sifta, Yachal, I would have thought, I feel I would think that even if the baby was killed during 30 days, still there's a mitzvah pidyan aben. Ach, it says the word Ach in the parish of pidyan aben. Chalak, Ach is always a mamait, and it's coming to teach me that. No. Interesting. Havamina. Ulo Amr Abelazah walks into Bismedrish and he says that if someone has a baby, a Bukhar, and the baby was killed during 30 days, he should know there's no Chi opinion Aben. Kilo, you could have thought that even though the baby's not alive, there's still a Chi opinion Aben. Kamash Malon, that does not. What's Pashup Shah in this Havamina? Right? Sounds like a very interesting Havamina. What's Pashup Shah? Why do you wait 30 days to do opinion Aben? It's not because you have to wait 30 days, really. It's not a Mitzvah Asesha's Mangarom. In fact, opinion Aben is a Mitzvah Asesha Ena's Mangarom. The reason is because the only time you do Pinyin Aben is when you know for sure that this child is a Bar Kayama. If you're not sure if the child is a Bar Kayama, then you can't do Pinyin Aben. Therefore, up until 30 days, when there's still a possibility that the child is going to be a Nafal, so you don't do Pinyin Aben. And once we determine the status of this child as being a Bar Kayama, so that's when the Mitzvah Pinyin Aben is going to kick in. So there would have been a Havamina that Be'etzen the Chi of Pinyin Aben is Mishas Leda. So Mishnah Slade, you have a mitzvah to give five slayim to your local Kayan. Why do you wait 30 days? You wait 30 days because Lamazayim, Niskivin Ere. Right now it's a Suffolk mom in Mechatesa. Let's see what happens in 30 days. And then we'll figure out what it is that we're supposed to do. But Bechagavnu, where the baby was killed, and now there's going to be no way to figure it out. So maybe Misafik, there should be a mitzvah to do Pinyin Abed. Kamash Malon. So what's the Kamash Malon? So if you look at Toysvis, it sounds a little bit like there's a Machlikis Rashi Toysvis what the Kamash Malon is. But Toysvis says the more posh the Kamash Malon. So God did. The Torah says you don't do Pinyin Abed unless the baby's 30 days old. You want to know why the Torah said it? It's Related to Cheshbainus of Nafal, 100%. But at the end of the day, you do Pidyan Aben when the child is 30 days, and if this child, Rahman al never turned 30 days old, there will not be a mitzvah of Pidyan Aben. This is the third Chiddush that Ula said in the name of Rabbi Laza. We'll just mention one more, and then we'll pick up the rest tomorrow. Amar Ula, Amar Rabbi Laza, Behem Agasa, So what's a Behem Agasa? Kishmak Achi. Right? We had the raid by jumping elephants when we learned the Sugi of Behem Agasa in the Sechdus Kedushan. Last machsa. But either way, so what's a behema gasa? So it's a very large 
Behemah. So the Allah is, if you want to be kainit, so what's the mechanism? What is the mode of Kenyan? You do Mashiach. Right? You slap it out of the rishos of the person you're being kainit from. That's the way you do Faith Is that true? Ulov We have a Mephorish Mishnah. This Mishnah is a Mesach Tzkudushin, and it says that a Behemah Gas is Niktis B'Mesira. So what's Mesira? You literally hand over the reins, right? That's what Mesira is. You don't have to take it out of his rishos. You give him the reins, and he's kainit with that. So the Gemara says, Huda Amakayitana Ula. Amr Abelaz was going like the following: The time, the time went to the Brits. Vachalim Oim Mezuba Zuba Mesira. Rab Shimon Oim Mezuba Zuba Hagba. So really, was a big Machlo. Like this, or b'mesira. But then again, you have a chachamim that say that it's b'meshicha. You have Reb Shimon that says it's actually b'agba. That's the jumping of the jumping elephants, b'agba. But the point is, there is a mandama. It's a sheet of chachamim that holds that even behemagas is niktas b'meshicha. Behemagas is niktas b'meshicha. Ula Amar Abulazar. Although he's not like the stam mishnah masachtes kedushin, but he has a tana de masayeleh, and it's according to that tana. That he said his halacha exhale. So as it relates to Ray, as promised, doubling down on yesterday's Ray. And that is, so we mentioned yesterday the Chakira Hayadua that Rabbi Sazalman brings in Evan Ozel right in the beginning of Hilchas Niske moment to studying of how to understand the idea that a person is responsible for any damage that's incurred by his possession. What's known as niske mom. In other words, that if you have momin and it damages, now, if you watched your momin and it damaged, that's the first mission in Parakakoinus, then the halach is, you're going to be potter. But the point is, that if you have mammon, and you were negligent, you didn't watch that mammon, and that mammon went and it damaged, the halach is, and you're going to be responsible, you're achroi for any damages that take place. It's yeshlachka. What's the lumdus? Not the halacha. What's the lumdus of this game mammon? Is the lumdus that the Torah was mechadish, and all the other snaziken, an idea, that just like a person is responsible for his own actions as it relates to Nezikin, so too a person is responsible for the actions of his moment, of his behemoth, of his bar, of his ish. Meaning, you're responsible, you're an achroi on what you do, you're also an achroi on what your moment does. Now, if you watch your moment and it caused damage anyways, so my havalei lamebad, you're no different than any other oinis, dirachmanapatre. But when you're chayef in this game moment, the reason you're paying is because your mom and damaged. And it's Kilo you damaged. You didn't. It's true. But you're a chroi for whatever it is that your mom and does. Or is the reason you're chai by Niske Momin not so much that I'm a chroi for what my mom and does. But the point is that the Torah said that if you have mom and, being that your mom and is darker lahazik, you have a chiv, you have a responsibility to watch your moment and to make sure it's not mazik. If you're negligent and you don't watch your moment and it causes hezik, you're responsible for what you did. And what you did was the quote-unquote ishmira, for not watching your item, which obviously resulted and evolved in some sort of damage taking place. But the point is, the reason you are responsible when your moment damages is... Not so much because you're responsible for the actions of your shar. You're responsible for your own action. 
Because you're complicit in what happened. It's because your Ishmira is what ultimately resulted in your Shar having the ability and having the capacity to go ahead and damage. So is the Chi of Tashlumen for the Mammon that was Mazik, or is the Chi of Tashlumen for the Ishmira? You need Mammon to be Mazik and you need Ishmira. The ingredients are the same regarding, regardless of which side of the Chakira that you take. But the question is, is the Chiyah for the fact that your mom was Mazik? The Shmira is a, a Dovert study. Had you watched, you would have been Potter, Al-Tzainus You didn't watch, you don't have the Ptor. But at the end of the day, the Chiyah is Machmas, the fact that mama was Mazik. You punch someone, you're Chayyah. Your sharp punches someone, you're Chayyah. That's the side of Nisgay Mammon. Or the Chiyah is not for the fact that my sharp punched. It's for the fact that I myself played a, a role in what my shard did. It's the Ishmira. It's me being negligent and me being Paisheya that ultimately is what's being Mechaiti. This is where Abyss Zaman brings. He refers to it as Yodua HaChakira, which is why in Yeshiva this is known as the Chakira Haidu. Now, yesterday we mentioned four Nafkeminas from the Gedoyle Arash Yeshivas, from the Free of the Gedoyres, as it relates to this Chakira. The first Nafkemina we mentioned was from Rav Shimon Shkrap. Rav Shimon said that a Nafkemina would be, what happens if somebody has a Shar? He was negligent. He was Pesheya. He, wasn't, he didn't watch the Shar. Then after he was Pesheya, but before the Shar was Mazak, he was Mafke the Shar. Would you be Chayev or would you not be Chayev? If the Chayev is for the Ishmira, so at the time of the Ishmira was your Shar, would you be Chayev? If the Chayev is because of the fact that your mother was Mazak, at the time that your mother was Mazak, you were Mafke already. I'm not responsible for Hafke, I'm responsible for something that belongs to me. We mentioned Rav Shmuel Rizovsky's Nafkemina. Rav Shmuel said a Nafkemina would be if there's a Shaila, there's a Suffolk, whether this person watched or he didn't watch. Was there a proper shmir or was there not a proper shmir? If the chiv is for the niske moment, so then he's vaday mazik, right? We have a maizna mazik over here. The question now is, the suffolk is whether there was a shmir, whether you have the ptur that the shmir gives you. So there's a vaday basis to be chayiv, in the terminology, there's a cheskas chiyav, there's a suffix whether or not you have a ptur of oinis, vaday chiyav, suffix ptur, l'chari, you would be chayav. If, however, the chiyav is the ishmira, then that means on the tzad that there was a proper shmira, there is no basis for chiyav in the first place. So being that there's no basis for chiyav in the first place, so there's a suffix whether there's even a cheskas chiyav. And then, l'chura, ala nizak, lavi, raya, that the masik was, at, was actually masikim. Rabbi Zalman himself, he brings his nafkimina hayadua, and he says that nafkimina would be if a person has a shar, he wasn't watching the shark. Somebody else was watching the shark. And then the shark somehow got away, and it was mazik. Is the balashar going to be chayev, or is the balashar not going to be chayev? If the chayev is for the ishmira, so says Rebbe Zalman, you can't be mechayev someone for not watching something that was already watched. My chayev shmira is to make sure it's watched. It was watched. Somebody was watching it. And if somebody was watching it, it was already in a state of being Shomer. So you can't be Mechayev me now for Ishmira. If, however, the Chiyav is Niske Mammon, if my Mammon damages, I'm Chayev. Nervous when I'm watching it, I have a Ptur. So then Rabbi Sazalman said a Chiddush that the only time I have the Ptur is if I myself was watching it. But if somebody else was watching it, over there already, I'm not going to get the Ptur. And the fourth Nafkamini we mentioned in the name of the Velt, and that is what would be if at the time that the person was being an Ishmira, he was being over an Avera for which Yechayev misses Bezden. 
If the Chiyav is for the Ishmira, so being that at the time that he was Ishmiraing, he was also being over uh, Issa Sheyesh by Mrs. Bezdin, so there would be a Kamla with the Rabbine, and Lechaira, he would be Pater. If, however, the Chiyav is for the actual moment that was Mazik, the Shmira is just your way out, so good. I, he was a Kamla with the Rabbine at the time that, you know, I could have had a Oynus Rechman Apache. That's neither here nor there. At the end of the day, at, when the Shar was Mazik, the Shar was Mazik, there's no Kamla on that. And as a result, the bottom line is four nafgaminas in the Chakira you do last night we mentioned the Nusach that there are Shiva say over based on Toysus and Hakoinus but that was all yesterday's right as it relates to part two so Tachos which side of the Chakira is the right side of the Chakira in other words are they rise to one side versus the other side so the emphasis that you know in the Shiurim above the Kama for the last hundred years Magide Shir have been bringing rayas from the Yukim here and the Yukim there. And I think it's just Kedai to just Toyamel Chaim Zachu get a little bit of a taste of Vastutzachta in the Torah from the Rashivas. And again, quoting a lot from the Sefer of Oivon as we did last night. So, with this is Alman, after he brings the Chakira, so he says that the emphasis, if you look at the Rambam, right in the beginning of Hilchas Niske Momen, Perak Aleph, Aloha Aleph, the Rambam seemed to tip his hand a little bit and really emphasize one of the two stardom. This is how the Rambam starts Hilchas Niske Moment. Kol Nefesh Chaya Shehibir Shusay Shal Adam Shehezika Habaylim Chayovim Lashale Kol Nefesh Chaya Shehibir Shusay Shal Adam Shehezika Habaylim Chayovim Lashale Sharei Mamoinim Hizik because that's the Lashon Haifa. But the Rambam says that you want to know why Nefesh Chaya Shiva Shusa Shaladam Shehesiko Habayim Chayavan Lashalim Sharei Mamoinam Hizik says Rabbi Sazalmin that Dikto Kaloshin of Sharei Mamoinam Hizik sounds like the Rambam is coming to emphasize and he's coming to be madgish the Siva Sachiev you want to know why you're responsible for this game moment when your moment is mazik that's a Siva for you to be chayet that's what the Rambam emphasized that's clearly one of the two Tzadman the Chakira and Rebbe Zalman said L'chura, this, the Pashtos Haloshin of the Rambam would seem to be that side of the Chakira yesterday we learned the Mishnah Kol Shechavti Bishmirasai Hechsharti Es Niskai so again Mishnah sounds like it's talking in riddles. Hi, Tana, Talmud, Tana, the Yerushalmi. But the words of the Mishnah was, Kol shechafti b'shmirasoi, hechsharti es niska. Let's look Rashi inside. Shechafti b'shmirasoi, shenischiafti b'lishoimroi. Anytime that I'm chayiv to watch something, hechsharti es niska. Koloima. In Hizik, if I have to watch something, and then that thing is mazik, hechsharti v'zimanti oisoi hezik. I brought about that hezik, shaloi shamart v'yotha by virtue of the fact that I did not watch it properly. If I have a chiv to watch something, and I don't watch it, my not watching it is considered a hechshah for the nezik. What does it mean, a hechshah for the nezik? What's a hechshah mitzvah? A hechshah mitzvah is when I do something that facilitates a mitzvah. Hechshah nezik means the thing that brings about the nezakin. What is the hechshah nezakin? The hechshah nezakin is, zok rashi, in hezik, why? 
If the reason you're chayef in this game moment is because your moment is mazik, pumped, if you watched it, I would have had a tour. So not watching it is not the hechsher of the hezek. The hechsher of the hezek is the fact that it's mine. And I don't know, it damaged. I'm not sure what the hechsher of the hezek is. But how is the ishmira the hechsher of the hezek? If it's the hechsher of the hezek, it sounds like it's what's bringing about the chi of hezek. And if that's the case, it sounds like from the Loshan of Rashi that it's the ishmira that's the siba, but as opposed to the moment amazik being the siba. Again, the chakir is very dachistic, and as a result, by definition, the rayas are going to have to be very dachistic. But al koponim, the Lomdim say that from the Loshan of Rambam, Sharem Amoinim Hizik, it sounds like it's more Mamun Amazik. And from Rashi's Loshan, Kol Shechavti B'Shmirosa, it's the Chi of Shmiro, that's a Chsharti as this game. Rashi says it's so clear. And Hizik, Chsharti, Vizimanti Yosa Hizik, Shal Moshe Martiv Yof, it's the not watching it that's considered the Hechsher. So it sounds very much from Rashi, Ki'ilu, the Ikritzad is going to be the Ishmir. I'm not in Prutzavitz, in his Shiurim right here, I'm a Sachtis Bavakamo. So he says it over Nifla. He says that it could be this Chakira Hayadua is really Machlik is Rashi and Taisus. So it's Kedai to go through this, push it, not just for the Vart, but for a little bit of Chazari here, of these few early Daphne and Bavakama that obviously we went through way too quickly. And that is, so we know that each one of the Ovei can have their own unique Trunas Anefesh. What's Shor's Trunas? What's Eish's Trunas Anefesh? Eish is koyach acham u'urif Right? The Gemara says a few times that Eish is koyach acham u'urif Is koyach acham u'urif a kula or is koyach acham u'urif a chumra? It was a little confusing when we learned the Gemara. The Gemara in Dafkimul Amid Beis, so the Gemara was trying to figure out when you say told the same kayyotzebehen and when told the same is lav kayyotzebehen. A papa said, Yeshmen Kayotzebem and Yeshmen Lav Kayotzebem. And the Gemara went through methodically, went through Karen and then Regal and then Shane and then Bar and then it went through all the different Zikin to try to figure out when is told the same Kayotzebem and when is told the same Lav Kayotzebem. And the way the Gemara did it was what's the Av of Esh? What is it saying in the Torah, the Av? And then what are the Taldis? And then let's figure out whether it should be Kayotzebem or it should be Lav Kayotzebem. So the Gemara said, let's try to figure out Esh. So the Gemara says, told the Esh, my new, what is told the Esh? Right, that's the told of Eish. So the Gemara says, I'm asking. But what's the tzad that told the Sayyid should be Lav Kayyotzvem? In other words, it should be Poshet that told the Sayyid is going to be Kayyotzvem. Why? Because Meishno Eish, the Koyach Achamu Urvba. Meaning, what's told of the Eish? I'm the Sakina Masoy. That was Baruch Gagoy. A Ruch Metsuya came and knocked it off the roof. As it was falling, it landed and it caused damage. So that's going to be a Tolda Deish. But the Gemara says it's Pasha Tolda Deish should be Kayotzebem. Because Smaishna Eish to Kayach Acham Uriv. This is also Kayach Acham Uriv. And if this is also Kayach Acham Uriv, this should also be a Tolda Deish Kayotzebem. There's no reason it should be any different. Rashi, on the words, the Kayach Acham Uriv says, quote, The Havale La Sukayadai. Being that Eish is Koy Chacham so you should have chapped that you're creating not just a bar Bishasarabim, but a bar where the elements can have an impact on it, right? You have to take the windshield factor into consideration because you have to have that it's very possible that through things that are out of your control, this Hezek might suddenly be exacerbated. So you should have been sensitive and careful. 
And the Torah said, Yechayimnu. So any time you have a Koyach Acham Uruv Bo, it's going to be the same thing. In Rashi, it's klar. Rashi, El Koyach Acham Uruv Bo is a Chumra of Ish. Ish has a Chumra that it's not just a mazik that you created, but it's a mazik that's very vulnerable. That there's a Koyach Acham, there's something out of your control that can take this mazik and supercharge it. And as a result, you should have been more responsible. And it's a reason for you to be more Chayim. Koyach Acham Uruv Bo is a chumrah. As I state in Rashi. Now we much it on this Rashi a little bit on Davava Menalaf. Because on Davava Menalaf, when the Gemara brought all the things, the four possibilities of Nazikin that I learned out from the Tzada Shavah, so the Gemara said, one of the things that we learn out from the Tzada Shavah is Abni Sekinu Masoi, Shenicham Beresh Gagai, Venafle Beruach Metsuya, Vehezikai, after it fell already, right? Remember the Gemara? So the Gemara says, How do I know Yechayev? The Gemara says, I learned from Bar, just like Bar Yechayev. So I'm just kidding about that's on the floor, it's stationary right now, it's mine, I was mafkin, it's for sure like Bar. As a result, you're going to Yechayev. The Gemara says, How do you know you can learn it from Bar? Bar, there's no Kayachacham Urubai. Here there's a Kayachacham Urubai. What does that mean? Bar, there's no Kayachacham Urubai. Bar, you created the whole bar. Over here, this bar came about. You had left Avnis Kinamasai, Baruch Gagoy, and now the wind came and created this bar. So, being that there's a Kayachacham Urubai, maybe over here you should be potter. And the Gemara said, Esh Tachiach. Esh is also Kayachacham Urubai, and over there you potter. That was the Briskarov, the Rosh, the Yeshman Agadayim, all the raid that we spoke about last week. But in that Gemara, it was clear that Kayachacham Urubai was a Kula, not a Chumrah. So, when we learned the Daf, in the Daf, part in the just the daf we mentioned this that it's not so clear how kaychacham uruboy on daf gimel amid base was a chumrah and now all of a sudden davavam and alf mitamola became a kula but the bottom line is the kaychacham uruboy of daf gimel amid base is a chum stating that toisness on daf base amid alf right in the beginning of the masach is mecholik the mishnah began abavis nazikin achar vaabor vaamav vaheb What's the definition of Avos? Avos kari lahanach, t'chsivim b'kravahedya. So if something is an Avnazik, and that means it's mentioned in the Torah, which means that the Torah mentioned Shar, it mentioned Bar, it mentioned Mav, and it mentioned Hever. And then the Mishnah says, The Torah had to mention Shar and Mav, meaning had it said Shar, I couldn't have known Mav, and it said Mav, I couldn't have known Shar. And then the Mishnah goes right, and it says, Had it said, Shar and Mava, I would not have known Ish. And the reason is because Shar and Mava, although they're different, but they have a common denominator, which is a Chumrah over Ish, that they both have Ruachayim. They're both alive. As opposed to Ish, which alone moves, but it's not alive. And then the Mishnah invited, V'loi zeh meaning Shar and Mava and Ish, Shadarkan that when the Gemara said, V'loi what should the Mishnah have done? The Mishnah should have gone weiter and said, Isn't that what we always do when you have a loy hare and a loy hare? Loy hare ashor, kare amava. Loy hare amava, kare ashor. Loy zeveze, sheesh bem ruachayim, kare ash. And then you're supposed to say, Loy hare ash. And really, the reason you have to say it is because if not, then let it just say Eish. Then you're a shtickle stock. But the point is, the Mishnah should have gone weiter. But the Mishnah didn't go weiter. Says Toysvis, you want to know why the Mishnah didn't go weiter? Because the title of the Mishnah actually was stuck. This is all the Hagdotar Ladir, like Toysvis speaks at in the beginning of Avakama. There was no comeback. 
There is no chumr that Eish has that Shor and Mava don't have. Says Toysvist, the Emishum the Kayach Achamu Urivboy, Vain Hoylech Ladaita Kamoy Shoiroi. Ah, you'll tell me what do you mean? Eish has a chumr, Eish is Kayach Achamu Urivboy. Shor, whether you learn it, it's Karen Shaver Regal, or whether you learn it, it's only Regal, it's not Kayach Achamu Urivboy. Mava, whether you learn it's Shane, like Shmuel, or you learn it's Adam, like Rav, it's not Kayach Achamu Urivboy. So, Eish is Kayach Achamu Urivboy, Zok Toysvist, ain't the chumr. And you now I know that from yesterday's daf. I know this from daf yud because on daf yud where the gemara brought the brayse test on the base daf yud. It didn't mention a word about right? Maybe it was ton of so we have to go back to my shayer, the high shayer. But the point is, it didn't even get a shout out in that sugya. So zok toisis vice toisis it's not a chumra. Is not a sugi. And the MSS Tais doesn't stall too, but the Vavam and Aleph Toichiach, where in that sugi you see Mefurish, that it's not a Chumr, it's a Kula. But Al Kopan, if Tais says Mefurish and Bavakama, that is, that Koyachacham Urubai is not kind of Chumr, it's a Kula. That says we have a Machloikis over here. Koyachacham Urubai Yaish. Is that a Chumr or is that a Kula? Rashi and Davkimalam and Bey says, Dibra Maschul, the Koyachacham Urubai Yaish. It's a chumrah. You have to be more worried. It makes sense. You created a mazik that all of a sudden uh, a, a wind can come from the west and mitamo, your mazik is going to become a, a, a dark lelachalahazik in a way that you couldn't fathom. You have to be more careful about it. Toysvah says just the opposite. Toysvah says, Koychacham ma'urubay is not a chumrah, it's a kula. Said Ramnachum. What's the, what's the svara? What's the svaru where the kaychacham urubai should be a chumra, it should be a kula? See, he said, Yesh loy ma'itpoli in the chakira yudu. What's the aside of Niske Momin? The chi of Niske Momin is because my mama was mazik, or the aside of the chi of Niske Momin is the Ishmira? So he said, Mayurdik, if the chi of is the Ishmira, that means when the Torah said, our Bob is Ezekiel, what the Torah is saying is, is that if you're negligent, if you're Pesheya, you're going to be chayyah for your pshia. So then in Tzvara, it makes sense that if it's koyach acham or urvbay, I should be more chayyah. Like Rashi says, I'm a bigger pshia. If I leave something that could damage, which is subject to the weather forecast, then if it's not subject, right? So in Hilchas pshia, I'm zikha more of a pshia. So if the chiv of niske momin is for the ipshia, koychacham urvbay is going to be a chumrah. If, however, the chiv in niske momin is not for the ipshia, but the chiv in niske momin is, is that my momin was mazik, and I'm chayiv for the fact that my momin damaged, then the svar is just the opposite. When my momin damages by itself, it's a tain on me. But if my Momin decided to pick up a partner along the way, and now they're Shnaim Sha'asu, and together with this Ruach Chveisnish, they're damaging, so maybe over there I should be less Chayev. See, if the Mechayev is Ishmira, so then there's more of an Ishmira, there's a bigger Pshia when it comes to Kayachachamurabai. If, however, the Chayev is the fact that my mama was Mazik, so then it makes sense that it should be just the opposite. So, Rashi is this Machoikis. Oh, and by the way, if Rashi is the one that says Ishmira, because Rashi holds Kayachachamurabai is a Chumma, and the Dik of the Achroinim in Rashi and Avtesam in Beis is that the Hesharti comes from the Shalosh Amartav Yav, the Rashi Lushitasa, that which sign in the Chakiri I do, it's the Ishmir. Let's try one more thing. I know it's late, but just one more. And that is, then Ramnochim goes weiter. And Ramnochim says that he heard from his Zayda, Rabbi Yudel Finkel, the Mirror Shiva. He wanted to say that could be with this Chakiri Hayudua, you could understand the Gemara that was very, very sosom. Gemara on the bottom of Daf Gimel Amid Beis and on the top of Daf Dalad Amid Aleph. So if you remember, the Gemara was discussing the Machloik is Rav and Shmuel. Whether Mava is Adam or Mava is Shem. 
According to Shmuel, the Arbavis Nezikinar, Shtar is Regel, Bar is Bar, Mava is Shane, and Hever is Esh. But that's the, after further review, Shita Shmuel. The Havamina, the Gemara, the Gemara thought that according to Shmuel, Shar is not Regel, but rather Shar is Keren. Tana Shar Lekarnoi, Umava Lashimai. That was the Gemara's Muslorishan. Might have a problem with that because if Shire is Karen and Mavashain, that means we didn't mention Regal. Regal is an Av. It says Vashilach. Vashilach is a Regal. And there's no rational explanation for why Regal would not be mentioned in the Mishnah. Must be that really Shire is Regal, Mavashain. If that's the case, which one of the others related to Shogar omitted is Karen? And to omit Karen makes sense because Karen is so unique because you have Chatzinezek. So that wouldn't be fair. But in the Havamin of the Gemara, the Gemara thought it's just the opposite. Tana Ragloi, the Mava Lishinai. And then Rav Yehuda Damayra said, let me explain to you how Shmuel's going to learn the Mishnah. Because the Mishnah said, So he said as follows. Had the only said Karen. I would not have known Shane. Right, we're going in the Havamina. That Shire is Karen and Mava Shane. So had the Torah said Karen and not Shane, I would have thought that Dafke Karen Yechayev, why Shane Hanola Zekar? Because being that there's no Hanola Zekar, therefore Yechayev. As opposed to Shane, Shayesh Hanola Zekar, being that there's Hanola Zekar, so maybe over there you're going to be Potter. For Loyare Shane, had it said Shane, I would have said Shane Yechayev because there's no Kavanah Salahazik. As opposed to Karen with his Kavanasa Lahazik, maybe over there you're going to be Papa. That's the way the Gemara thrown in the Havimir. And then the Gemara said, What? It really makes sense that it should be just the opposite. Hanola Zeka is a reason to be Papa, it's a reason to be Chayef. Kavanasa Lahazik is a reason to be Papa, it's a reason to be Chayef. The Gemara says, You're right, let's, let's, let's do it again. Loyarea Karen, that's Kavanasa Lahazik, that's not Kavanasa Lahazik. And Loyarea Shane, that's Hanola Zeka, Karea Karen, Shane Hanola Zeka. Meaning, if it would only say Karen, I would have thought only Karen because it's. Not because it's not Hanola Zeka, but because it's Kavanos Lazik. And I only said Shane, I would have thought Shane, not because it's not Kavanos Lazik, but because it's Hanola Zeka, as opposed to Karen, which is not Hanola Zeka. So the question is, what's the Shakla Vatari? And really, the, the better question is, what was the Havamin of the Gemara? What was the Havamin of the Gemara that the Gemara thought in the Havamin that had it said Karen, I would not have known Shane from Karen, because I would have thought Davka Karen, which is not Hanola Zeka, as opposed to Shane, which is Anola Zeke. The Gemara Mamish falls off of it. That it's just the opposite. Anola Zeke is a svara to be chayev, not a svara to be potter. But what was the Havamina? So Toysus asks the Kasha, and Toysus says the Havamina would have been that maybe you're only chayev when there's no Anola Zeke, because if you, there was no Anola Zeke, you were Peshe. As opposed to when there's Anola Zeke, maybe my Havalei Mebad. You're Shtikal Anoinis. And because you're Anoinis, and maybe you're potter. And had I only known Yechayev by Shane with his no Kavanos Lahazik, I would have said, okay, you know it's not, it's not so hard to watch or watch it. Why don't you watch it? You're going to be Chayev. But Karen with his Kavanos Lahazik, my Havalei Lamebat. The Gemara says, no, I hear it. It's, it's now a good Havamino. But the Gemara says, Velav Kavachaymeru, and Svarit should be just the opposite. I'm not Lazik, is a reason to be Chayev, and Kavanos Lahazik is a reason to be Chayev. So Ramnachim says, B'Shem Rablazer Yudol, he says, what's the Cheshmer? What was the Shach of the Tire in the Gemara? He said, half of a fellow in the Val. He said, the Havamino of the Gemara thought, like what, like the Tzad and the Chakira Yudua, that the Chayev in this game, is the fact that I didn't watch. By me not watching, that's what's of me. If that's the case, I'm chayef for my pshia. So the bigger the pshia, the more of a svara I should be chayef. Or in other words, the more of a mazik that my animal is, 
the less of a svara I should be chayev. Because the more of a mazik my animal is, that means the less I was really paisheya. Meaning, what's negligence? What was the big deal? Why did you watch it? You're a stam of paisheya. My animal is this vildachaya, it's yeshanola zeka, he's kavanosola hazik. Okay, so you're a little bit less of a paisheya. You know why? Because there's a shtikala taina, you know, my habalema medan. You're a shtikala oinus. Taisvis svar of oinus is the inverse of pshia. If I'm a shtickle and oinus when it's kavanosal hazak and when it's not nol azekoi, then by definition that means I'm a little bit less of a pasheya. So the Gemara and the Hava, I mean, the muschorishan of the sugi was that the chiyah for niske momen is for the ishmira. So is the Gemara, if I would have only known Karen, I would have said, Karen, I'm chayev because there's no nol azekoi. So why didn't you watch it? Oh, you didn't watch it? You're such a pasheya, you're chayev. But you can't learn from there that by shame you're going to be chayev. Because being that by shame it's a so therefore I'm less of a Pesheya because I have less control because this animal wants it so badly so the Hilchas Pesheya is less and I'm less of a Pesheya so I'm going to be high and had I only known Shane I would have said Shane because there's no Kavanos Lahazik as opposed to Karen where it's Kavanos Lahazik so what do you want from my life? it was Kavanos Lahazik Avifel you're more of an Oynes than by definition you're less of a Pesheya so if the Medida if the Chiv is the Ishmira, if the Chiv is out the Pshia, so then there's mocking to say that Avifel I'm an oinus a little bit when there's an ol then by definition that means I was less paisheya. If I'm a shtickle an oinus where it's kavanasal hazik, then by definition it means I was less paisheya. So I wouldn't be able to learn one from the other. What's the maskanas agamara? Now he worked it through with the Valaf Kabuchaimer and all the Diktukim in the Gemara. I'm giving you the abridged version. But what's the Maskana Sagamara? The Maskana Sagamara is which side in the Hakira you do? It's out moment that was Mazik. If my moment is Mazik, I'm Chayev. So Sarah plays a Yudal. If the Chayev is because my mama was Mazik, then Kavanosala Hazik is more of a reason I should be Chayev. It's, it's a starker Mazik. And Hanola Zeka is more of a reason I should be Chayev. Because it's a fester Mazik. Should I be Chayev for my Mazik that's a Kavanosala Hazik? Or should I be Chayev for my Mazik that, that's not Kavanosala Hazik? A kavanosal hazik digger asset is something I should be more achray for than a not kavanosal hazik digger. If the side of the chiv is the pshia, so then the more of a mazik it is, the less pshia I was. Because a vifel there's a time of my avalei lemevat. Every little bit of my avalei lemevat takes away a little bit of the pshia. So I can't learn the bigger mazik from the smaller mazik. But if the chiv is altsmam and a mazik, then the svar is ipcha. Then the more of a mazik it is, and that's what it's going to be. The bottom line is, this is the Chakira Yudua with four nafkeminas, a mashmois from the Rambam one way, from Rashi another way. Maybe it's machlok is Rashi toys with the koyich achavura by zakula or chumra, and maybe that's guard the shakl v'tayr in this gemara here and so what's the bottom line? Which side of the Chakira how you do it? So just in case we don't do a part three, so I'm just going to leave with this. If you take a look at Rav Shach, Rav Shach in the beginning of Avi Yasri, this is the first Rav Shach in the Zikin, it's the Rambam, Perak Alf, Alach Alf, and Hilchas Niske moment. So the Rav Shach brings the first Rambam, and then he says, He nezeb barer. He said, this is barer. She kol hachiyof hu amashe b'shusay. Av she'enoi memoinoi, chayvesa hatayra lishma. You're chayv by this game moment because you didn't watch. It's not the pshat that just like you're chayv on your mice and so too you're chayv on your moment. Rather, the chayv is for not watching. I'm skipping around there. Rav Shach says, He So in Rav Shach's world, it was butter. It's clear. It's 100%. What is it? It's the Ishmira. 
Rabshloim Mahayman in a Michtav. It's printed in Chedusha Rabshloim. It's in Chelak Aleph in the Ksavin Simon Lamid Hey. So Taich Dvar in the middle of this Michtav he brings this Chakira. Listen to what he says. Vehine beetem asafik benafkemina imachiyev umitzachol eshamra. So Shlomo said, I never went into this Chakira. The Gamble Roisi Sofik Zeb is safer. I never found it in a safer. Zulas Pekayet to other. It says, last summer, Roisi Sefer Chadash, it's like going Rab Chaim Moses Shlita. Kemeduma, he said, I think the Mechabra of the safer was Rav Yosef, Rav, he was a Rav by Yorik Tana Samach Labrisk. In a small shtetl, Nishvat from Brisk. The Eneni Zoichem Hevi Rai Ladinze. I don't remember if he brought a Raya. But he says, if you want to know me, I never handled this Chakir because to me it's so Pashet. It's so Pashet. So the bottom line is, he have two of the greatest Lamdanim of all time. Rav Shach said, it's so Pashet, it's the Ishmira. And Rav Shlaim said, it's so Pashet, it's Al Tzvam and Amazik. And we can end with that. <laughs>